Friends, our second text is the beginning of the story of John the Baptist from Luke's Gospel, the third chapter, verses 1 through 6. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor over Judea and Herod was ruler of Galilee and his brother Philip ruler of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, and when Lysanias was the ruler of Abilene. This was during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas. It was then that the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. John went into all the region around the Jordan proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough waves made smooth, and all flesh will see the salvation of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Sorry. <laughs> Almost knocked over a music stand. Let's pray. Gracious God, we ask that you would be with us now, that we would hear only you speak, that everything that is human would fall away, and we would be left with your word on our hearts, in our minds, and that we may become better followers of Christ. Amen. When I was a junior in college, before I ever came to faith, I can remember visiting with my grandparents in North Carolina. And what I remember about this one particular visit is that my grandfather and I were alone in the house and we weren't doing a thing special. Actually, we were doing one of our favorite things, which is we were just sitting and talking. And in my grandparents' house, there is his recliner and her recliner. And so my grandfather's in his, and I'm in my grandmother's recliner, and we're having our favorite snack of Cheez-Its and RC Cola. Not much better than that. And I don't remember anything else, but I remember this, because at one point my grandfather looked at me and he said, you know, Tara, there are people walking around everywhere and they've got this big hole in the center of their chest. And they have no idea that the only thing that can fill it is Jesus. And I remembered that because he described me to me. I was walking around with a big hole right here in the center of my chest. And like everyone does, I had tried to fill it with all sorts of things. Maybe if I'm a better student. Maybe if I have a better job. Maybe if I'm more successful or have better friends. Maybe then the hole will be gone. And I'll finally feel like I am worth something. 
That moment with my grandfather, he had been planting the seeds of faith my entire life. He and my grandparents were the first people to tell me the gospel and then proceed to live it out right in front of me. But this moment was what's called a kairos moment. It's a moment when the word of God comes when you need it the very most. When I needed it the most... He described me to me and pointed the way to Jesus. And I think that really marked the beginning of my coming into faith as an adult. We are a people who have an entire biblical story that's about Kairos moments. Our faith unlike some other faith traditions, is very grounded in particularity. We are told in this passage that the word of God came to John at a very specific time. It was during the reign of Emperor Tiberius. It is during the time when Pontius Pilate and Herod, when they are governing When Annas and Caiaphas are in charge of the church, it is during that time that the word of God comes to John. That's a very particular thing. And that word of God that comes to John, it is such an incredible word of hope because if you have read the story at all, you know that the names Pontius Pilate and Herod and Annas and Caiaphas Those are not names of hope. It was a very dark time, a difficult time. And so John gets word that the Messiah is coming. And not only that, but he is reminded of the words of Isaiah. God gives him the words of Isaiah to speak. And those words of Isaiah are very important. When John says... Every valley will be lifted, every mountain made low. When the crooked ways will be made straight and all that is rough is smoothed, that means that God is coming into the world and no one will stop God. That finally all the barriers to us knowing and experiencing God will be lifted away because Christ is coming into the world. And so John says the only thing he can imagine, which is repent. And boy, that word's got a lot of baggage, doesn't it? But all repent means in the Greek is just turn around. Turn around. Have you been living with that hole inside of yourself, John says? Have you been trying to fill it with all sorts of things? Well, just stop and turn around. Find the things that detract from God's presence in your life. Turn from those and turn to God. When John says prepare the way, he means prepare the way of your heart because God is coming into the world. And if we are going to stand on the same ground as Jesus Christ, we need to think of the things that we want to make right before we ever stand in front of him. This is a Kairos moment when we are told by John that the Messiah is coming. Into the darkness of that time, the Messiah is coming. 
Now, we don't always talk about it a whole lot, but we are also people who believe that Jesus Christ will come again, that there will be another Kairos moment when humanity needs Christ the most, and we are promised Christ's presence and return even then. And if that sounds like pie in the sky, I get it. But I will tell you, on my darkest days, I take great hope in the promise that Jesus Christ will make all right again one day. Don't know how, don't know when, but believe in the promises of God. But here's the other part of good news. We also know that God comes into the Kronos moment into the every day of our lives. When Jesus Christ came into the world, we were promised that Christ would be with us on our Mondays and our Tuesdays and our Wednesdays. Those everyday sorts of days, we would also have the presence of God. That's good, good news. And so the promise of Advent is that we are going to gather together on Christmas Eve and remember the miracle. We're going to return to the scene of the miracle. And to that, John the Baptist says, turn around, prepare yourself. We who do not deserve the presence and forgiveness of God are given it anyway over and over again. And so as we go about this Advent as we buy gifts and prepare meals, as we do the laundry and clean the house, remember that Christ is with us in the Kronos moment, in the everyday, and in the Kairos, in the bigger moments. Christ is there, promising us that there isn't a single thing that we can do that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. What good news. And so, in the second year of the presidency of Joe Biden, when Kay Ivey was governor in Alabama and Brian Kemp was governor in Georgia, when Tommy Battle was the mayor of Huntsville, when there was a global pandemic that brought so much grief and darkness into the world, into that time and into that place, the word of God comes. Maybe you need to turn around. Whatever you do, prepare your heart for the promise and hope of Jesus Christ. Amen.